Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Spoken For Him podcast. Hey everyone, it's been a good couple of months since I've recorded an episode here. Um, and that's mostly because of a lot of stuff to do with my mental health, to do with um, adulting and life really. But we're back and season two is a go. Um, and yeah, hope you guys enjoy this episode. Yo, yo, um, welcome back to the podcast. Like I just said, hope everyone is doing good. It has been a whirlwind of a couple months. Um, I believe the last episode was back in September. So happy new year. <laughs> um, and it's April already, which is incredible. Um, over here in the UK, it's the Easter holidays. Um, and so, um, yeah, so I want in this episode to be this episode is going to be about the easter message and what easter is truly about and some misconceptions and some um some of the cultural uh realities that we live in and how easter is like it's it's viewed more as like a a commodity or a season and not as a, a lifestyle and so, yeah, so without further ado, um, to quickly summarize, Easter is traditionally seen as the season for chocolates and for relaxing and for spending time with your family and friends. It's spring, it's nice outside. Um, and if you're like me, you may have hay fever or had hay fever. And even now, I still, you know, I sound a bit nasally and a bit meh but um doing okay though um but yeah as a kid i i knew or heard about easter all throughout school or throughout uh, primary school secondary school university all up until now um and the main emphasis has been or did you get a a cream egg a chocolate egg or did you get a, a chocolate bar a mars bar a galaxy name all of them nutella um Whatever it is, the emphasis has always been on food and chocolate and sweets and candy. Similar to Halloween, but culturally, that's the emphasis. And me personally, I I love a good chocolate bar. I love uh, sweets and candy. But here's a cool fact. I personally hardly eat sweets or candy. So when anybody offers me like Haribo's or so, I'm, I'm a bit like reluctant. But ultimately, Easter has become commercialized to the point where there's an expectation to have, quote unquote, the Easter bunny um, up here and the tree with chocolate or chocolate coins and kids are looking forward to chocolate or they're looking forward to having goodie bags and Easter, Easter egg hunts and so on. But the true message of Easter does not it has nothing to do with an Easter bunny or chocolate or sweets or candy. It has everything to do with Jesus Christ. And Easter um historically has been debated about did Jesus die on a Friday or a Thursday? Um but what matters is that it happened. It's historical 
fact, it's biblical, it's true, it's real. Jesus Christ died, and he's not just uh, another human being who died. He is the son of God. He is God and incarnate. And incarnate basically means Jesus is in human form. He came in human form to relate to us, to drink with us, to serve with us. And what he did is that he lived a perfect, sinless life. No shame, no guilt, no theft, no idolatry, no sexual immorality, none of that. He was sinless. He was perfect. But then he also hung out with his disciples, you know, um, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, as we know, as the um, authors of the four Gospels, Judas Iscariot, whom we know as he betrayed Jesus, and many other people that the Bible may not have named, but he hung out with many crowds back then. And he was humble, he was compassionate, he was loving. But the, the the story truly starts way back in Christmas time, or the time that we call Christmas now, where Jesus was born in a manger in in a, a lonely, a lowly stable. And what he did is that he was an infant, a precious baby, and all throughout his his ministry historically. We note that he was, he started his earthly ministry when he was 30 years old and he died when he was about 33. And so when he went to the cross, man, it was not what people expected. The Jewish community back then expected a, a Messiah that was prophesied in the prophet Isaiah in the Old Testament and many other prophets saying how this mighty warrior will come and make way and claim his kingdom on earth. And what the Jewish community were expecting is that they were expecting a Messiah to be like a huge warrior prince and take down the Roman Empire. But Jesus' aim wasn't to take down the Roman Empire. His aim was to proclaim the gospel, which means a good news. And the gospel is, is that all, all of us, it says in in the book of Romans that all of us were born into sin. And what that means is that when our, our, our mothers gave birth to us, the curse of sin was passed on to us naturally. Every single human being you may come across, at work, at school, at uni, with your friends, with your work colleagues, we're all sinners. But the only difference is that as a, a Christian, as believers, is that we now walk in the authority that Jesus paid for on the cross. So he lived that sinless life when the world was as broken as it is now. and he wept in John 17, is known as the high priestly prayer. And Jesus was on his knees in a garden called Geth- 
Gethsemane, and he was praying for us, his children. He's praying for the church. He's praying for a physical and spiritual strength to endure the cross. But he wittingly went to the cross. He didn't hesitate. He said, God, you will be done. And he went to the cross. They pierced his side, but he rose up again on the third day. This is what we call Easter. This is why it's so important that as Christians, we understand the gospel, the Easter message in its entire biblical setting. What Jesus says now is for us to repent. What that means is to turn from our sin and turn to God. Years ago, I used to struggle with lying like crazy. But over time, God convicted my heart and he helped me to repent over time. Now, if you ask me at any birthday gatherings or a party is coming up that I know of to hold a secret, I would try my best. But if someone, if that person's birthday is the one we're celebrating, if they come to me with a question, I'll probably get incredibly anxious. But that is because God has really worked in my heart. And there's many other sins that I've done and you've done and people we know have done. But the ultimate truth is that Jesus buried those sins in the grave forever. And we get to walk in that authority now, day in, day out, studying his word, getting to know him, fellowshipping with other Christians and being a light in such a dark and broken world. The Easter message is more than just in an, an Easter bunny and chocolates and cream eggs. The Easter message is about Jesus securing our salvation in heaven. All eternity in heaven. That is what the Easter message is all about. So now you might be listening to this and you might not even know how to encounter God or experience God. As always, you can message me on Instagram, spoken for him, or you can email me at spoken for him at outlook.com. Because God is good. And this is why Easter is much more than just chocolate and candy and holidays. And this is why we even have Easter in the first place. And I just pray in Jesus' name that we as Christians come to terms with that truth. That when you go to share the gospel, when you go to live out the gospel, let's bring it back to the Bible. Let's bring it back to biblical truth. And let God work in the hearts of those who need it. And I just want to read these messages, these uh, verses that reinforce what I've been saying. And I pray that it, it blesses you. In John 19, uh, verse 16, it says, So they took a Jesus and he went out bearing his own cross to the place called the place of a skull which in Aramaic is called Golgotha. There they crucified him, and with him two others, one on either side, and Jesus between them. Pilate also wrote an inscription and put it on the cross. It read, Jesus of Nazareth, 
the king of the Jews. Many of the Jews read this inscription. For the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city, and, and it was written in Aramaic, in Latin, and in Greek. So the chief priests of the Jews said to Pilate, Do not write for the king of the Jews, but rather this man said, I am king of the Jews. Pilate answered, What I have written, I have written. When the soldiers had crucified Jesus, they took his garments and divided them into four parts, one part for each soldier, also his tunic. But the tunic was seamless, woven in one piece from top to bottom. So they said to one another, let us not tear it, but cast a lot for it to see whose it shall be. Skipping to verse 30. When Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, it is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. And now skipping to chapter 20, verse 1. Now, on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb early, while it was still dark, and saw that the stone had been taken away from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. So Peter went out with the other disciple, and they were going toward the tomb. Both of them were running together, but the other disciple around Peter and reached the tomb first. Stooping to look in, he saw the linen clothes laying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came, following him, and went into the tomb. He saw the linen clothes lying there, and the face cloth which had been on Jesus' head, not lying with the linen cloths, but folded up in a place by itself. <clears throat> then the other disciple, who had reached the tomb first, also went in, and he saw and believed. For as yet they didn't understand the scripture that he must rise from the dead. Then the disciples went back to their homes. And now skipping ahead to verse 30. After John, the disciple John, is writing the Gospels. He emphasizes the purpose of his Gospel and why the Easter message and the whole Gospel is so beautiful, so important, and so crucial. Now, Jesus did many other signs in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in this book, but these are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. Amen. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Um, it's great to be back, and I'm hoping to do more 
regular episodes in the next couple of weeks with some new guests and new topics. Um, and yeah, I'll be sure to follow me on Instagram. I've spoken for him and even add me on Snapchat. Spoken for him. And during this time, let God be a God. Stay blessed.